Hello, and welcome to episode 65 of the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this week we're doing our top five non-Disney animated films. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so um uh top five week. Woohoo! Yeah. And uh we've been wanting to do this one for a while now. Uh animated stuff. It's it's been yeah. on the, the list of top fives to do. It doesn't for, seem for a to while. come up too often, so and uh like a good time to do it. When we were discussing it we decided let's not do we touched a bit on this last week, but yeah, yeah let's let's not let's do Disney films separately. Yeah. Um That being said, this was still a very hard list to do. Uh, it was definitely one of those lists where I thought I had like easy four out of five just off the top of my head. And then as I looked into movies, like you look into a movie, especially on like IMDb, where it'll give you like other movies like below it. And then yeah, go down that, the rabbit hole. And that reminded me of movies I had forgotten about. And like my list went from like four movies to 20 movies rather quickly. And I was like, oh no, I can't use 20 movies, you know? Um, yeah. And did you keep any uh, honorable mentions? I have, yeah, I have a bunch of honorable mentions. Okay. Um, the other big problem with me is I watch a lot of uh, Japanese like anime movies, yeah. And so that was like a whole other like yeah. Whole, like, well, you almost a lot. You've had one on several, oh, well, several of less. our other top fives because you had one on our four yeah. and you had one on our uh, time travel. Time travel, yeah. So, uh, yeah. so that was a big part. The first thing I did is yeah, any movie you, that was previously on a top five is not on this list, of course, even yeah. though it might rank. Yeah. Um, uh, also, um, see, I, I knew that you watched, you've watched a lot more Japanese animation than like I have, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always thought it was mostly like television stuff. I mean, it is. It is so a lot of television. I wasn't sure how many actual mm-hmm. like. Like, like feature films movies you've seen of, of Japanese oh uh, so. enough that I've enjoyed yeah that it really gave a like bloat fair enough, on this list. Fair enough. well <laughs> if, if it wasn't for the fact that it's not something that I'm super knowledgeable or that I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of I, I almost would have said we well, could we could do a separate list for Japanese I films. I that, and I was just like, it would be way too tough. I couldn't yeah, really do that because I've probably only seen like five yeah, full yeah, on yeah. like features uh, of Japanese animation. Yeah, so. yeah, five that may be worth mentioning anyway. You yeah. might have seen some that are. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I mean, was... most of the ones I've seen are ones that you've shown me where oh, you've yeah. been like, oh, I have this Japanese anime movie. Yeah. Do you want to watch? And I'll yeah. be like, okay, because yeah. it's just not something that's. It's not a world that I've ever really been. A part of you know, or it's not a fandom that I've ever been no. a big part of. Um, but uh, same goes for like shows. Like most of the the Japanese oh yeah, yeah animated yeah. shows that I've seen are stuff where you've been like, oh, there's this show, and I've been like, that sounds interesting, mm-hmm. you know, and we watch it. So I pretty much I haven't really seen anything that that you didn't show me basically. So and I know that you've seen a ton more than I haven't. Mm. So that's yeah, just not a fandom that I ever got into. So yeah, yeah. So there's, just, yeah. there's so much of it. Um, there's also one film that I left off this list, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if you did too, because I know we're going to be discussing it later in another episode on its own. Okay, well. Yeah, so I wasn't <laughs> sure, and I was like, I didn't, I kind of didn't want to, like, I was like, even though it kind of would be on this list, 
I'm gonna leave it off just because I know we're gonna discuss it later. Right. So that's fine. That's fair. you know, but that's, it gives you all, it just for, also gives you a slot. It, well, to use for something thing, else, and I I I needed them. I okay, needed them. fair enough. Um, um, I don't remember who who's who was first on this. Oh gosh, I think it's supposed to be. I believe I went first last time. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be me now. Because yeah, so I know we switched for yeah. our year two. We switched the That's fives right. and the That's zeros. Right. Yeah. So I think it's supposed to be yeah, me Yeah, I think now. you're up. All uh, right. Anything pr- else? Crossover prediction? Um, possibly a little. Uh, oh, yeah? Probably not very much. No. Because I, um, I feel like this is one of those areas where our... Personal tastes Where are we've kind of divided. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it's just such a specific, uh, yeah. you know, um, thing. Um, probably not much. I gotta be careful with my list. I I did it the reverse. Like normally, I top of the page is five. Uh, I did it one to five, and yeah. so I gotta make sure I don't accidentally read from the top down. Yeah, no, I did. <laughs> you did, yeah. I did I five did to one, and then yeah. I did. Yeah, I, a couple I think, of quick honorable mentions. I think we. I, you know what? We always have one, so I'm gonna go with one. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. And, and if we one. don't have it in the main list, it's usually always honorable mentions. Yeah, There'll yeah. definitely be some. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, if you're done yep. with any, uh, yeah, sort of yeah, 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 no, so I uh, hit us up with our with number five. Um, oh, uh, actually, oh. there is one other thing I want to say. Uh, okay. I noticed a pattern here okay. uh, when I was looking at these things and finding all the ones that I felt like I wanted to have on my list. I noticed the, uh, basically a pattern. Um, everything seems to be either from the 80s, because it's stuff that like I got into as a kid mm-hmm. when I was watching a lot more of that kind of yeah. stuff. Or it's like from like the latter two thousands because oh. it's from like when I was at the video store ah. and I was just like I could just bring things home right, and watch right. anything yeah. I wanted at any time. Well, kind d- of definitely thing. the eighties was a strong period because uh, the rise of like uh, like Don Bluth animated films yeah. and stuff like that. So you know, I, yeah. I noticed that it's pretty much I just kind of go back and forth between like eighties and two thousands. Yeah, so uh, later two thousands especially. Um, so uh, first one on my list. I believe is probably what you were referring to okay. earlier. Yeah. Um, so I won't talk about it a ton because we are doing an episode on it, but it's uh, from 1986, Transformers the movie. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that is, I mean, it's the 30th anniversary this year. Um, mm-hmm. They have a new Blu-ray coming out, as we, as you know, and we are planning to do an episode on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's should be on its way to me nice. right now. Nice. Um, uh, should be getting it by the end of this week, I think. Oh, nice. So... Probably by the time this episode is posted, I'll have it. Okay. So we'll, we'll do that soon. Yeah. Um, don't really need to say a lot. I think the only thing I really want to say about it now, uh, that is, just in relation to it being on my list, is it's like the ultimate in nostalgia. Like it, it, okay. Because of the fact that it pretty much, other than maybe video games, mm-hmm. it basically encapsulates everything that people who were kids in the 80s are nostalgic about oh, yeah, exactly you know it's based on a like a cartoon sh- tv show that we're, we used to watch it, and toys that mm-hmm. you know these great toy line um it has like the super 80s like soundtrack like like one of the great like you know 80s soundtracks where both the songs and like the the sort of score or like that very very 80s kind of it's just everything that you imagine like about the 80s and uh so it's pretty much just made of pure nostalgia so i think that's the main kind of thing for me for that Mm. so that's sort of why i didn't want to place it too high because i know that like a lot of my feeling about it is nostalgia based but at the same time i just feel like it still ranks because like it's just awesome so there you go. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. It's um, 
It, it, exactly. It is. That is really it. And I think we're going to, when we talk about it, we're yeah. really going to delve deep oh, of course, into, of course. Yeah. into, into yeah, all yeah. that. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, I, I would be on the list, definitely. Yeah, no, it, that's it, cool. it, it probably would have been my number five slot as well. And, yeah. And, you know, uh, it, five slot was a tough one. Yeah. Because it was like, my one to four were really like, okay, definitely. Right. And well, then, well, we've talked about that before. Where five is five often just ends up being of amongst all the sort of honorable mentions. Just this you have one. to pick one to kind of elevate yeah. to five, and then the rest mm-hmm. are your honorable mentions type of thing. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I get <laughs> As it. As we speak, I'm thinking about changing my five. <laughs> well, you're up. So. No, yeah, um, but I'm not going to. Okay. Uh, so my five is uh, from 1999. Wow. See, 90s. Yeah, 90s. I yeah. Have 90s. Uh. Yeah, a couple of nice. Uh It's from 1999. Cool. Uh, directed by Brad Bird, who is famous for a number of other uh, films, namely his okay, I know, huge I know, success. I know what this is. Yeah, but... he, namely his huge success, uh, The Impossibles, yeah. uh, is uh, The Iron Giant. Right. Um, yeah. Um, the financially unsuccessful, yeah. though critically acclaimed and now widely mm-hmm. recognized as a yeah, great movie. It's, you know, um, <laughs> did terrible in the theater. I think it's I just the I went time. and saw it in the theater. Yeah. I tried to help. <laughs> I think it may have just been the timing aspect of it because it came out at a time where I wasn't really uh, into that kind of stuff. But it's not. It's something I just never got into, and it's mm. always I've always heard like, "Oh, it's so amazing!" And it's like, have you not seen it? No. Oh, okay. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, mm. but. Um, it's one of those things that people always say, you know, is great and it's just kind of, didn't, it, it never, well, I grab, think it, and I think it to... really hits good for, for exactly the same reasons actually we're talking about right at the start of your list. Yeah. Um, uh, hits good for, uh, people like in our generation, mm-hmm. um, because the feel of the movie and the type of movie, it is that like super fun adventure style movie that like, like harkens back to those, those of the eighties. It is a movie that like. Yeah. Somebody somebody watched a bunch of 80s cartoons and then was like in 1999 made yeah. the film that is the 90s version of of that. Yeah. Um the like visually it's great. Um the voice acting is good. Uh Vin Diesel kind of before he was anybody doing the Yeah, voice well, of the it's Iron one of Giant. the first things that he ever got mm-hmm. any kind of attention for. And uh, cuz it was like that and um Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Like exactly. in terms yeah. of actually like that obviously being a voice role and then Saving Private Ryan being mm-hmm. like the first like actual I forgot he was in, in person Ryan. role that he was actually noticed for. That's yeah. pretty much those two movies are what started him off. And uh yeah, it, it uh it's such a it is one of those yeah, it's it's real. It it like inadvertent it's like gives you nostalgia for like a property that never existed. Right. Like you're like, oh yeah, when I like you could easily do a retro commercial of a bunch of kids in the eighties, you know, do it in four by three, playing with like Iron Giant toys and, and, and it would it well, wouldn't it, look it out was, of place. It like, was based on like a book or something, wasn't it? Uh quite quite possibly maybe a short story. I think it was based on um, I think it was based on a book. I, I looked through so many movies. Oh, oh, yes, yes. It was based on a book. Yeah, by Ted Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because without really kind of... I don't want to give anything away, but one thing I noticed on my list, and this may just be a general mm-hmm. thing about animated films. Oh, A yeah. lot of them are based on books or like... Other properties. Or like graphic novels yep. and stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, So much. But I think that that's... Might just be a an animated movie thing that just a lot all, of them all, are. But one, all, all, but, all, all but one of mine are based yeah. on something else, yeah. <laughs> if not a direct adaption of the thing, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that's cool. I'm, yeah. It's one of those things I should probably get around to seeing someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, it took a while to make uh, because I mean, even by '99, 
I think even Disney was starting to start to wrap up its yeah, its hand animation definitely. a bit. But it had, it had, they had started work on the Iron Giant in ninety four. Right. So like that's a long time to work on a movie that essentially is. I mean, at the time it was released as a kids movie. You know. You know, despite reaching a wider audience, just because of its. Uh, yeah. Uh, its presentation is definitely well. You know, I'm sure I'm, they're lucky that it sort of caught on. Yeah. As like a, yeah. you know, as like a classic yeah, because yeah. Uh, it, it barely made back half the money. Yeah, like it if cost. it if it didn't do well in the release, like yeah. that could have been a real disaster mm. considering how how much work went into it and all that. So yeah. Um, and uh, the it well, they, a lot of it was blamed on they had uh, like the ad campaign. For it was it like it just kind of got dumped? Yeah, like there was some commercial Fair, stuff fairly, for it. And, I mean, that happens typical. from time to time. Oh yeah, you know, it's um, usually w- with a good movie. Usually, if the culprit will be because uh, the uh, the marketing, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, last year. They released a they did a theatrical re release of like a remastered. Uh, like like longer cut of it uh-huh. uh, didn't come to the theater any theaters here no. which was a bummer um, uh, but it's coming out this year like later like for I think for Christmas this year oh, like cool. on on like 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 a hard copy um, cool. cool and so I'm like oh I get a chance to rewatch that because I haven't not, seen, I haven't coming seen it on uh, Inside Edition Inside Edition <laughs> oh there's an old joke that a lot of people won't get. <laughs> Yeah, also featured on 60 Minutes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so my number five is Iron Giant, which is a great, like, for yeah. all ages kind of kind of movie. Cool. Just, uh, yeah, just, I think, you know, it is, it's one of those, like, it's just, yeah, everybody who's seen it or, like, yeah. I mean, like you said, you, you know about it, you know that it's well-regarded as a classic. It's just one of those things just kind of slipped under and the... you don't get a lot of that nowadays, like... That like non Disney movies like that, like you get movies like Toy Story, which everybody, oh, of course, it's a classic, you know. And, and I mean, it, it, it kind of like instantly became a classic. Um, yes, but non, non. Unfortunately, Toy Story also began, you know, the the, the, well, the death of traditional animation. Uh, traditional animation, of. well, at least from Disney. Like, if Toy was, Story hadn't been a hit, yeah, would everything moved over to CG animation like it did? Probably not. Or at least it would have taken longer. It would have taken longer. Because it needed, I mean, it needed a big it a, hit. Ultimately, it was a cost thing. It needed a big hit to push to it push to that, it. that yeah, direction, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, because so. I think ultimately it was so much cheaper to do it and cheaper and faster to do CG than, than yeah. hand animation. But because but if audiences had, had rejected, rejected it, it, that wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. You had you had audience, yeah. audiences had to yeah. want it. I think it was... And obviously that's audiences wanted because that's... Yeah, because Toy Story started, probably started that. And then by the time... Like I think Shrek was the nail in the coffin. Yeah, Shrek made a gazillion yeah, dollars and never seen yeah. any of those either. Yeah, uh, not my kind of thing. I saw all. the first one; it was okay, and I think I saw the second one and was like, kind of like, it's not for me. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then they've made a bazillion of them, and it kids yeah. love them, I guess. So yeah, yeah so yeah, my uh, my number five, Iron Giant. Cool. All right, so four. my four. Uh, well. We're gonna get a little more serious here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still definitely entertaining and everything, okay. but um, my number four is um, from 2007. Like I say, because okay. I basically go back and forth between like Jeez, 80s, 80s and 2000s. Oh, wow. It's um, Persepolis. 
Oh, I have not um, seen that. So, oh, you haven't? No. It's really good. You should see it. Yeah. Uh, so Persepolis um, is based on graphic novel, which is autobi- well, an autobiographical graphic novel mm-hmm. um, by uh, Marjan Satrapi, uh, who is um, from Iran. And um, she basically grew up... It's basically the story of growing up... Um, in basically uh, just before and then and then basically after the uh, Islamic Revolution in Iran, right? And how you know she was kind of a bit rebellious because you know she's like a modern you know <laughs> forward thinking kind of uh, young woman and and um, yeah and it's sort of just what she went through and then eventually um, she went to like a French school in Austria. Uh, in Vienna, and uh, then she went back to Iran for a while, and then things kind of just kept getting worse, uh, and then eventually uh, she moved to France mm-hmm. and has been there ever since. So the, it's a French film. Yeah. Um, and the, sorry, go no, ahead. no, no, no. I was you have questions? Uh, no, I just there is a there is a slew of really good French yeah. a- animation movies. Yeah. Um, I've seen the one. Oh, the, can't remember the the three old ladies. No, the I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's one about three old ladies, and it, it that is yeah. also a really good. One. I think but, it's actually uh, the same studios, but because this is on my, this is definitely this movie's been on my like to watch list for yeah. some time. Yeah. So uh, after she moved to to France, she she did this graphic novel because mm-hmm. she's basically a cartoonist. Triple to Belvo. That's the French one. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that didn't that win the Oscar or yes, something, or yeah. it was nominated. It won something like yeah, um, something like that. I think yeah. Persepolis was nominated. Also, yeah, Persepolis it was, was nominated, nominated for the Oscar, but I don't think yeah. it won. I've heard nothing but good things about um, it. So, yeah, yeah, it's really cool, and um, so um, it is French. Um, I would my my thing that I would say about it for anyone who's interested in seeing it, which mm-hmm. I would highly recommend it to anyone, but um, just what make there is an English audio track. But I would highly recommend against it. Um, they use the same voice actress uh, for the main role in the English version as in the oh. French version, and you can tell she's just not as comfortable oh. in English. She just has like a heavy accent, and it just Affects doesn't, the it doesn't a bit. flow as nicely, and it just kind of doesn't sound <laughs> as sort of comfortable. Um, and then the other thing is, is they used um, for like the father or her like father, the character of her father in it. Um, in the English version, they got uh, Sean Penn uh, to do it, and I mean, it's no secret that I'm not really much oh. not not a Sean Penn fan. But this, it's only voice performance, but it's got to be like one of his worst performances oh. ever. Uh, he just sounds like he's under heavy sedation <laughs> the entire time. He just does, sounds like he just doesn't care, yeah. you know. And it's just like it's it's awful. Like because I, I try, I was like, oh, what's the English you know track like? Let's let's try listen to it. And I did the it did I did it for a few minutes and I was just like this is unwatchable like it was it was really terrible mostly because of him and a little mm-hmm. bit because like I say like the the, the main actress just didn't seem a hundred percent comfortable doing it in English um, so I just went back to the French track and I just watched oh, it with yeah. the French track with subtitles it's like honestly I mean it, we, we could do a whole podcast about this subject but it's just one of those things like I would always advocate using subtitles over dub because mm-hmm. even for animated films yeah um because there's just something about getting that original performance even if you don't understand the words that are being said you know i know a lot of people are just like oh i don't like sometimes i don't have to read while i'm <laughs> watching a movie and all that stuff i understand but like 
come on. Like yeah. how, how hard is it really? Like you're not, it's not like you have to divide your attention that much. Yeah. It's words on a screen. It takes split seconds it to takes read a line a off split the screen. Second, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and animation it, films aren't known for their massive talkiness. Yeah. And uh, even ones that are are not. Yeah. I mean, know. there's a fair amount of talkiness in this yeah. cause it's what it's about. Yeah. You know, it's about a life and it's yeah. philosophical and all that, but still it's, I don't know. I don't. No. Get, I don't no, know. No. Yeah. Man. I, no. I. I. I I'm not I trying to like, like dump always... on anyone for for who who doesn't like subtitles. But like honestly, I feel like if if you don't if you can't get past the subtitle thing, no. like you're really missing out. Yeah. Dub is never because and, what... and it's and it's it is often and I don't know maybe this is just as someone who has watched a lot of Japanese yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um. Because I know, like, for like a lot of Studio Ghibli stuff, gets they get like big name yeah. actors, like, uh, and honestly, sometimes I almost said Jean Luc Picard, like Patrick Stewart, yeah. and people like that, and and, uh, and like I say, with you, this, I mean, like, they got Sean Penn, who's a big yeah, name, yeah. but and it even just gives a just, terrible performance in it. It just kind of you. It's hard to forget that it's dubbed. It just yeah. never quite rings true, which is odd because know? it is animated. So you would. You would think you don't get the same disconnect that you do with like a dub well, live action, right, or anything like or, that, where yeah. this or where the voice just doesn't sound like it fits that person or yeah, whatever, yeah. right? So I mean, it's not the same, but it, somehow it still doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. So it, it uh, agree. Yeah, so no, yeah, so stick with the French track. Just use subtitles. I'm glad, glad to hear from like an actual person that this movie is really good because oh yeah, well it's it. highly acclaimed and everything. Yeah, yeah, anyways, yeah. I mean, it was nominated for the Oscar. It got really good reviews. It got mm-hmm. really good, um, but it's really good. Um, yeah, when was that? That was uh, that was recent. That's because it's a fairly recent film. Uh, Persepolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to you know, like a lot, a lot of the, the yeah. like era films we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, well, like I say, pretty much the two kind of eras that uh, my list focuses on is eighties and, and like yeah. latter nineties because that's when I was working on the mm-hmm. video and I saw a lot of this stuff. So yeah, but, yeah. No, that's. Um, all right, well, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah. we'll make a deal. I'll, I'll watch Iron Giant and you watch Persepolis. <laughs> oh, that would, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. That would be uh, – we do one of those ones where we watch from each other's top five yeah. list. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, that was definitely – I didn't expect that one. Yeah. I think, I mean, I must have mentioned it back oh, then. Oh, probably. And that's actually probably why it's on my like-to-watch list. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, All right, so your four. My four is uh, I did a tie. Okay. Uh, these two films are. Is it uh, well, like a bow tie? Or it's a it's a bow tie. String string tie. Bow tie is cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's from the south. Um, uh, these two films, while a number of years apart, um, have a. They're they're similar. They're both Japanese films. Okay. Uh, and they both are. They touch on subjects and, and like a sort of a, a a genre that I really enjoy. Okay. Uh, the first is from 1995. Okay. And it's Ghost in the Shell. Right. The second film is from 1988 and is Akira. Okay. Um, both based on previous works. Uh, uh, I'm going to say here because yeah. normally if it's the very next thing, yeah. we'll sort of combine a little oh, bit. Yeah. My three is Akira. Oh, Akira. Okay. So, okay. Well, I'll talk about, I'll talk about Ghost in the Shell and then we can, we yeah. can jam on Akira. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, Ghost in the Shell, um, yeah, came out in 1995, um, based on a series of, uh, uh manga, yeah. uh, Japanese comic books by, uh, Mazumiri and Shiro. Yeah. Um, and as a fan of like the cyberpunk genre and, by the mid '90s, when this came out, it was already starting to fade a bit. Yeah. Um, thank goodness! It thank goodness, cyberpunk has never really faded well, in Japanese culture. This film was 
Yeah. When I saw it, I was just like, oh, because there was nothing like this. Because yeah. as well, close as Lynch... you got was some like like half-assed cyberpunk live action stuff. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. I mean, which I mean, I like Johnny Mnemonic, but <laughs> yeah, but it's not gonna have the same kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. wow factor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Basically, I mean, lit- literarily, uh-huh. cyberpunk was based was over by that point. It's yeah, very yeah. much an eighties genre yeah, for sure. But the rest of like mass entertainment, like movies and TV mm-hmm. and stuff like that, didn't really catch up to it until kind of like into the 90s and so like it wasn't until sort of like that time like yeah. the sort of mid 90s where like effects and things like mm-hmm. that were starting to get where like they were actually kind of incorporating like it was just a bit behind the times they were starting to incorporate cyberpunk mm-hmm. type themes into those things when by that point in in literature it was already kind of over <laughs> yeah. like even all the original cyberpunks had already moved on well, yeah, yeah. you know and and gone on to the sort of different <laughs> well they'd grown up and got jobs and yeah stuff. <laughs> but they'd gone on to yeah. sort of you yeah. know uh you know different kind of um yeah things the, the, so yeah the gibson movement was waning at that point <laughs> yeah i mean he was still doing stuff oh, yeah. but it wasn't that kind yeah. of quintessential. It, it, well, it started to bleed into like the late 90s of the like the new cyberpunk which was a a definite um it pulled away from it was cyberpunk without the dystopian part yeah which like i, I guess you could call it like well the dystopian part was very much a factor of it being an 80s, 80s genre thing. because um, that was all the and, rage which is, is funny because like all that's around the time the when exactly like you said with films where like dystopian future films really started to take off yeah. like in the late 90s yeah <laughs> and i'm you know it's probably just a case too of like uh being able to get properties yeah. That it were like done, and also like, oh, films now can have like special effects and stuff yeah. that like could do justice to, the, to yeah. those things. And in, and in, and to some degree, they still didn't really. Oh, no, I mean, no, you look they, at they something. They did. You look didn't. at like something like Giant Mike, and and like you say, I mean, we both enjoy that movie. The CG in that is quaint. It's still it's still not. <laughs> yeah. You know the equal of what they were doing mm-hmm. in in books and stuff yeah. in the eighties. Like yeah, the, the VR on that is uh, it's fun to see, but like completely like yeah. nobody would use anything like that in reality um yes yeah. uh ghost in the shell is a it's about a group of um like specialists uh uh who are like brought together to form this this unit to bring down um basically like cybernetic crimes uh runaway robots uh super dangerous hackers and this group they all have their own specialists and they're led by uh, a woman named uh uh they her nickname is the major because that's sort of her rank yeah um and she has kind of a mysterious past which despite having there's like a lot of books there's been two tvs three tv series and a number of movies now where exactly like she came from and her she she lives basically inside of an artificial body but her like actual origins is only very hinted at because she's a very private person um and it's something they they stick that to her character very well they don't never they never do a like a big reveal all which is yeah really great. i have i have seen the original movie that you're talking about yeah. here but I've, i think i have not seen back. i've not seen like any of the yeah. other times um and some of the other movies that they did a second movie which was okay uh it was pretty good it wasn't as good as this one um the the tv show uh standalone complex uh both standalone complex and standalone complex uh the second gig are both fantastic and 
in some ways actually a little better than the movie because uh, they have more time. Yeah. And that is, I while I really like uh, this movie. That was a common problem. It's like an 88-minute with... movie yeah. with so much world in it, yeah. and you they have no time to tell well, you Well, it's a very common problem with those, like, sort of classic, like, um, anime adaptations oh. because often they were adapting 20 were volumes of it they were basically <laughs> making just a movie but it was out of like a manga that had already been running for, for a while so long. or whatever yeah. and so they had to basically find a way to just tell like the shortest story they could out of that yeah wow. and sort of base it off of that but just tell one little you story you got a cast like literally like there's like six slash seven main characters yeah. And, I mean, there's, like, the Major and Bato, who was, like, kind of a number and one. It, it got but there's, to, like, a whole host of other guys. And it, it got to extremes sometimes. Like, I remember um, seeing anime adaptations where it was, like, they were ad- adapting, like, like a, a, an actual, like, a regular running, like, monthly, like, manga. Yeah. And they would, like, adapt it into, like, like a 50-minute like yeah, like, yeah, video, yeah, yeah. like, straight to video, like, animated film. Like, like literally, like, under an hour. <laughs> and you're, like... And it basically it feels like watching like uh, like a it's, it's like a fifty cut. minute trailer yeah, yeah, for yeah. the actual story yeah, because yeah. they have to like mm-hmm. condense it mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely a lot of that stuff now is is they'll do they'll do or not a lot of it but sometimes they'll do like a new story using those characters yeah. only they'll only appear in the film which uh, the first Ghost in the Shell kind of is it so heavily adapts what like sort of the first run of yeah. of the. Of the the comic, yeah. I mean, um, I, I, that, my memory. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, it was wasn't one that ever really kind it of is grabbed a stronghold that, of me. Mm-hmm. But I remember it pretty much as you describe in terms of being just like wow, like yeah. like having a lot of wow factor. Just being it like, is definitely one that's really uh, cool. I nostalgically like more. I I saw it a couple of years ago, and it doesn't hold up like amazingly well compared to a lot. Yeah. Um. Uh, which is, I, I think, one of the it, like brought it down to, to to four on my list. But because of the subject matter and the characters, and basically what the movie allowed to launch, it launched, into, it launched a it launched into a, quite, a, a, yeah, yeah. a really great uh, yeah, series. And the sure. characters are super interesting, and it has a really interesting world. Um, yeah, I did just one of those like super enjoy. If you're a fan of any of that kind of stuff, yeah, you I probably actually, already honestly, seen it, I, I actually forgot about it. Yeah, um, and. Uh, yeah, it was I, one of those ones. It was like in my oh, this is like in my list, like off the top of yeah, my head. Yeah, yeah, I honestly completely forgot about it. To be to be totally honest, uh, the second my tie here, which is your number three, yeah, uh, Akira, yeah, is actually one of the ones I got about eight thing, eight nine things on my list before I was like, oh yeah, Akira. Well, see, <laughs> it's easy for me to remember it because it's the only sort of Japanese animated movie that like really. That I ever got really kind of into. Yeah. Also, we saw it like right around very early. We saw it very early, like in the in the early '90s when it first came out on video here. Yeah. Pretty much, Um, because it had it had a because it it was from '88. It had it was '88, but it had a limited theatrical um, release run. run, I think like in '89 in the North America. Yeah. And then it started coming out on video and stuff like in like the early '90s Uh, here. It was a real like um, test case probably, to see if American people... audiences would accept a yeah, and I mean, it, to some degree, it worked in that, like, in some degree, it didn't work because it's never it didn't make it so like oh there were going to be ever be like big theatrical releases and stuff. Yeah, it was ninety one before it was released yeah. here on video. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we would have been a bit young for it in the eighties anyway, probably. Yeah. So that's probably about the right time. Yeah. Oh, the, the actually just. 
I remember this when I was reading about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that really held it back from uh, American audiences was the distribu- distribution company that was going to distribute it here um, was uh, Streamlined, mm-hmm. um, which both George Lucas and Steven Spielberg had a part in. Yeah. And they both said, uh, I'm reading it here, that they labeled the movie as unmarketable in the U.S. And when you have two guys like that saying, this movie isn't going to... Yeah. like work in the states that really kind of hampers your ability well, to release yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it wasn't like it was a huge hit no. or anything and it didn't create an environment where it was really that viable to, mm-hmm. to release a lot of Japanese animated films in theaters here. Yeah. But it did get a lot of attention uh relatively speaking and it did kind of um mm-hmm. spur on the movement towards like having a lot of fandom oh. for Japanese anime stuff here, oh, yeah. here, um, like it, it did get a lot of attention. It got, yeah, it of, got eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, you know, it, it sort of it partly worked mm. and it sort of partly didn't because it's not mm. like it, it didn't really mainstream them, but it definitely increased their yeah. visibility and their their fandom in North America. Um, for me, um, I just feel like I'm sure there's lots of other movies that have come out since or maybe even before for all i know Mm -hmm. that you know um that were better in some way or something i don't know but for me like this is just the one that i always kind of think about like this is like the ultimate animated you know japanese film for me it it i feel really encapsulates encapsulates like both like like that that thought mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff from that especially like from that eighties, mm-hmm. um, also like kind of cyberpunky, yeah. Um, uh, again, just the, that the visual design and style, like I like, it's so amazing an art how style it to looks, this, yeah. That is just was kind of never really duplicated again. Well, the thing big, that what what movies. usually happens in in animation is that when you're animating from um a, like a source material, like a no. graphic source mm-hmm. material, um which is it? There's like it's like tw- it's a I manga. Believe, 20 yeah. volumes of a manga. manga. Yeah. yeah. And normally you have to kind of and and this is the case with with all animation mm-hmm. like in North America, you know, in American animation as well. Um you just can't achieve the same kind of detail and the same kind of polish that yeah. you can in static, you know, uh, art, art, mm-hmm. like art that one person, one talented artist can yeah. do. Um, you always have to kind of like simplify it and dumb it down a little bit yeah. for animation purposes. Akira, I feel like it looks like Katsuhiro Otomo's art basically it, it, come it, to life. It is literally, I mean, it like, helps that. It's crazy. It, it helps that. Detailed. Especially he, when you consider. It, he, did, he also, like, yeah, did the he, movie. Like, it's the same guy. Yeah, he's the director. So, yeah. like, but really it's because, like, for example, Ghost in the Shell mm. does not look yeah. like. But, but it's because. Ghost in the Shell looks good. But, but, it, but, but it also, like, Mesmerino Shiro's art, yeah. like, that's not really animatable art. Yeah. Like, he's done a number of things. Like, I believe he, like, Appleseed is another one that he And did. that's why... And it's just, like, yeah, you way can't too take that art and man, way, way too it detailed. Work. Yeah. And, and, and Katsuhiro Otomo's art is maybe not quite that detailed, but it's still pretty detailed. It, it's, um, and it's looking crazy at the, you can look at the comic how, and then look at the screen and be how like, much oh, it looks exactly the same character. Yeah, no, it looks... Yeah. Um, the character designs are, like, bang on and the yeah. look is bang on. And I think that that's rare, especially for that time. Yeah, you know, because that was relatively early on. That's like the '80s, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, as the techniques and stuff improved later, later on, or or with higher budgets and things like that, maybe you could get it more. But um, 
to see something of that of that age that is looks that good. Yeah, like it still holds up visually. Great story, uh, you know, because they obviously just put so much work into it. Like super in depth story. Yeah, well, again, movie like most anime movies are very are quite yeah. short. They're almost so, all under an hour. There and are half. those times where yeah, it's it's a little more of an epic. Yeah. There are times where you, you can kind of get a little bit confused because there is that there still is that condensing factor. Yeah, because the the manga had already gotten you know yeah. it was already you know that whatever 10 volumes 10 vo- yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time that the well, movie they came write, out they had to he actually it. did more volumes after, after the movie than he yeah. the, uh so so it wasn't even complete the, the, when the movie the came out also i mean had like a host of kept more like, yeah it had a lot of stuff, other yeah. side storylines yeah. and stuff like that I, I get that yeah but i mean you do see traces of that condensing mm-hmm. of the story in the movie there are times where you can get a little bit confused because you're like ah they don't fully explain certain they, things they jump onto the next plot thing without, yeah yeah but overall considering that they mm-hmm. had to condense it to a movie they did a great job and yeah, like you said, it's a it's it's two hours, which is quite it's, long for yeah. for those. Movies. Oh yeah, and most of those movies were like under ninety minutes. Yeah, it was, and it's just epic. Yeah. It's just and yeah. and I mean, they could have shaved off ten minutes at the end when yeah. they shout Kaneda to Kana. <laughs> and when Kaneda. we and when we were young, like when we first saw it and stuff, I think probably like the dub was the only thing that was really available. I'm pretty sure that's and, how I first and saw it. it was watchable. Like yeah. it, it's kind of the one that it was one of the, didn't know any better didn't know any better but also i think it still sort of holds up like they 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 got they got really good voice actors for it Mm -hmm. who really put in real performances like as if they're actually doing a job wow imagine that um you know they actually actually sounded like they cared (laughs) yeah yeah. and um and yeah like it's very watchable um if i was to watch it now i probably would still just watch the japanese version i've only ever seen the the since then, I've only ever but, seen the. Uh, um, but the the dub was really not that bad. It's mm-hmm. kind of the one that it's the, the exception that kind of proves the rule, because uh, it's one of the few mm. where the dub kind of works. But also because that's kind of how we first experienced it, so we didn't really know any better anyway. Um, well, they uh, and the new the new re release from like yeah, yeah a couple well, of you years got, ago. Yeah, you got you got that. I think that's the last time I saw it. Is uh, I boarded off you. No, I don't have it. Oh, I thought you got no, it. No, you, you saw it somewhere else. Maybe. Oh, I must have seen it off somewhere uh, I wish I had it. I, yeah. I'd, oh, like, I I'd like got, to, but no, okay. I'd like to. But yeah, but they did do a re-release uh, relatively recently, mm-hmm. um, and they did an all-new dub as well as kind of like remaster, uh, which I'm sure is good. I haven't heard it. Um, I've heard like maybe a clip from it because I'm sure they probably put something online. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, I always remember the original dub that I heard when I was – that's when I first 2009. That's when they did. Yeah. The, uh... See, I wouldn't even. Oh, oh that's like... right. No. And then 2012 was the, the, uh, was the, the last that, that was, that's the re-release you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, but I've seen it. I've seen it subtitled in Japanese as well. Yeah. Um, and it, and that, that's awesome. So, yeah. um, yeah, I just, I love it. It is. The music's amazing. The, that, that is something else. The, the sound, the this... sound just in general is amazing. Like great sound effects and it's... music and. Well, it's not a it's, super it's a real dialogue movie, so you have a lot of yeah. like, like, like I would say camera panning, but obviously it's not yeah, really. Yeah. But like a lot of like, well, like it is sh- technically, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess actually because it is hand animation. Yeah, the, the camera is panning, um, but you have a lot of um, like just like things going on without dialogue and yeah. lots of great music on top. Yeah, of that. the music's yeah. amazing. The visuals are amazing. The story's great. Um, it's just great. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. It's sold. It's the Bloody Beatles. It's, bloody, it's bloody Akira. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> 
Uh, actually, I'd forgotten this, but uh, uh, Otomo actually had done a movie from one of my previous top fives. I think it was the Halloween top five. Um, he did that uh, strange uh, world apartment horror film about the haunted haunted apartment. He did that just a couple of years after this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just looking at his uh, cool his filmography here. His actual filmography is very small. Yeah, he is. I mean, I know he mostly does comics comics yeah. and stuff although even um, that not a ton like he's not like a one of those big kind of yeah super workaholic type but uh, i mean his like work like there are no be- there's six films on here and they are all great yeah you know steam boy mushishi yeah. short piece those are all great films yeah akira i mean by far <laughs> yeah well i mean it, it's it's a classic it's yeah. definitely a classic so mm-hmm. but yeah no awesome yeah cool all right, so yeah, so that's my four and your three. My three, yeah. Uh, so we can do your three. Oh, I guess, yeah, it goes to my three, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so my three, also like Akira from 1988. Okay. Uh, but, but it's not Akira, obviously. It is not Akira. <laughs> you just, we just did it. I just did Akira. <laughs> uh, four main characters. Sarah, Ducky, Petrie, and Spike. The Land Before Time. Oh, God, Okay. No wonder I didn't recognize it. I've never been a Land Before uh, Time guy. I mean... Longest, probably longest running freaking, <laughs> like, animated franchise ever. I, I believe there ever. are seven and then a TV show. Oh, no, there's way more than that. Way more than that. Because uh, I remember at the video store, because they use, like, Roman numerals. So oh, they, so they oh, just kept yeah. They just kept going. I've seen, like, 11. Oh, like, really? Oh, something wow. Something like yeah. that. Like, um, something like that. Oh, jeez. Uh, I've only ever seen the first one. Um... And could be wrong, but yeah, I feel like there's, a lot. uh, I mean, most of them are to vi- made for video, right? Oh yeah. 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 They did. They did. They only did. I believe they only did two theatrical releases in the rest went yeah. to video. Um, but, uh, you're right. There are 14 movies plus a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is a hell of a franchise. <laughs> um, but as a, as a kid, as a kid, as an adult still who yeah. loves dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, how well like presented and animated in this movie looked uh, with dinosaurs and you know I saw it at the time so I was probably let's see 88 it was 11 uh, I might have I was probably 10 really 10 for, yeah for I, most, I probably for most 10. of it I was probably like the right age for a kid to watch an animated movie about dinosaurs and uh, it's just huge impact I saw this movie so many times yeah um, that's cool I uh, really loved it it's it's probably uh, by, I guess maybe by today's standards of animated films, maybe a little more kiddie. But it's your three. It is interesting. Three. So yeah. that means there's two above it. There's two above this. Interesting. Yeah. Um, there, it's 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 probably it's probably the plot is maybe a bit kiddie, mm. and uh, being that it's a Don Bluth movie, it is uh, very much a film where like there it has like a strong like me- message slash like moral compass to the film, um, it, but like you got kids. Kids like dinosaurs. Like, you can't lose. There's a reason why there's, I guess, 13 in this franchise because, you know, kids just kept watching them. I mean, you imagine 13 of these over 20 years. Like, you you watch as a kid, you grow up, have kids, and they watch it, you know? Like, all in the same... That was what I was trying to say. (laughs) It's got to be, like, the longest-running, like... Like, animated... Animated film franchise of just doing movie after movie after yeah, movie. It, it, like I say, it, obviously, most of them for videos. So right. They're, they're yeah, yeah, relatively yeah, exactly. low budget and stuff, um, but still. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, produced by G- uh, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. 
Uh, so I guess they thought this one was marketable. marketable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like, they're like, that cure is going to take some of our land before time money. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, uh, I mean, it's it's essentially a movie about four kids who are dinosaurs yeah. who come from like their different like walks of life, uh, and how they like learn to get along despite their differences and then they have this big adventure yeah and in a, in a way it, it actually that's is that's all you need yeah it, it's like just the job yeah uh, don't, don't over don't overthink it it's um it's also oddly uh, maybe not super oddly being that it's a Don Bluth film and Don Bluth films weren't quite as musical as um no, Disney films more about story and story like, and they, story often and had, they often had like you know one or two like, little key songs um this movie from my remembering, does not it is not a, a musical animated film like like a lot of ones, mm-hmm. um, but um, but yeah no it, uh, it 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 shares like a like a like a real strong like place in in like my heart for like how much I enjoyed this film as a kid. That's fair, and uh, and uh, my you know my love of dinosaurs and how like just kind of fun, light and fun. Yeah, yeah, cool. But uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's actually a bit sad. That actually, so it's, it's a for a mo- for a movie that is really like aimed for kids. Like the start of the movie is like a bit sad because it's just like it's. it's well, look at I mean, I, Disney. Just, I should say it's that's not part of the stock and it's trade. It's not I mean. just four kids. Mm. It's four basically orphaned kids, and you see how they're orphaned in the first like fifteen minutes of this film, which is a bit rough, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, but uh, I mean. I mean, a well, lot. they're dinosaurs. They are dinosaurs. So, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we know how this turns out for all of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why there's no 14th film. <laughs> no, there is though. You said 14. Oh, four, there's 14. Yeah, you yeah. said it was 14. Plus, there are 14. Yeah, 13 plus, in this one. Plus yeah. the series. Yeah. But um, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not something I ever got into. It's just one of those. Ones. I mean, you, you've probably seen it though, right? Or oh, I mean, I'm probably sure a long I'm time. I'm sure I have, but probably not since I was little. Yeah. It's not one that ever really grabbed me. Um. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Cool. All right. So yeah. So that is my number three. So I'll, I guess on to your number two. Yeah, my number two. Yeah. So like I say, kind of flopping between eighties and two thousands, later two okay. thousands. Um. So this one, uh, another two thousands one. It's uh, from two thousand nine. Um. It's another based on a book one, and uh. We're gonna be delving into a slightly different kind of animation here, yeah, because um, it's Coraline. Oh, um, which I feel like I knew you liked it. I didn't know you liked it that much. Have you seen this movie? Yeah, I've seen this movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I also read the book. Yeah, that's so. To me, it's kind of like I realize there has been other stop motion mm-hmm. films since. Yeah, and there. While they are, they'll always be kind of a rarity. Yeah. Um, because the amount of like, you know, <laughs> they're just the effort. It's not the easy way to make a yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. Let's put it this way. Um, and uh, there'll always be like a relatively small kind of sub genre thing. But I think that they'll always continue to be made. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Just not too often. Yeah. And there has been ones made since this, but for me, this is kind of like the ultimate expression. Mm-hmm. Of, I mean, there's, there's, there's almost one a year. 
like now. Like it's actually kind yeah, of maybe amazing. Maybe not always but... like oh, a major one. Yeah, though. yeah. Um, but for me, this is kind of like the ultimate expression of of the form. Um, it's just the style fits the story so amazingly well. Yeah, like it is. It's a visual like. Regardless of the story or anything else, like yeah. it's just a treat to look at. Yeah, yeah. And and when you if you delve further into like the the making of and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, even just on the Wikipedia article, it has a lot of the details. Um, I've also remember when I watched it, I watched watched the actual like behind the scenes oh. video thing about it. But it's just insane, like how much work and attention to detail they they is done for these things because when you're watching it you don't think about all the the fact that you know when you're used to conventional animation or even or even worse like Mm -hmm. cg animation which not to poo poo like the Mm. amount of work that people do for those it's a lot of work too in its own way but you know you can draw or or do the art on a computer of kind of anything you can imagine. Yeah. And that's not really having quite the same as physically yeah. building it and, and having to film it and make it work physically in the mm-hmm. real world. And when you see a movie like this, like you forget almost quickly, like you quickly almost forget when it's done really well like this, that it is stop motion and these are all physical objects. And because it's just like, you know, they do it so smoothly and you just sort of get caught up in it. And then if you stop and kind of think, like, wait a minute, that thing I just saw, they did that. They had to do that physically, you yeah. know, or, or they had to build that thing, you know. I think it... And it's just mind-blowing. It, being that it's a physical thing, it, much in the same way of, like, really well-done practical special effects, allows these movies to age mm-hmm. very well. Yeah. Like, this movie came out in 2009. 2009. You go back to, I guess, like, sort of the the big one that, like, the resurgence back of these coming back uh night before christmas which yeah. was like 93 94 93 oh yeah. Uh, yeah um same director henry selick oh yeah that's right um like they just they always look good it's yeah. just yeah i mean it's true it, to be fair that is often the case it, with, and it's something where the technology of it is constantly evolving so it, yeah. you'd think it would be such a basic thing like oh you make little puppets and you yeah. make you build little miniature yeah. sets and then you move you animate them and yes, that's the basic principle, but it's amazing how much like the technology mm-hmm. can evolve to make that to be able to do more, more with, with that, that, you know, yeah. and and further it. It's actually one of those those things where it's actually I'm not surprised. I'm surprised we haven't seen a movie yet where it looks like stop motion animation, but it's done in a computer. Like, uh, they have done that. Oh, have they done that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't recall off the top of my head exactly what it is. What it okay. is, but like they've definitely done it. Yeah. Um, because there, there's a, there's something to the style of stop motion animation that is just, I maybe it's just because it's a bit rare. Yeah. Like you just don't get it very often. You get yeah. the odd movie here and there, and a lot of times they're not great. You know, uh, but you get good ones. You know, like like Coraline or, uh, well, oh, and, Nightmare oh, for Christmas. And, and to add to like the technical, Fantastic Mr. Fox actually came out the same year as Coraline. And, and to yeah. add to the technical complications of it. Not only does are all the technical complications of doing a huge stop motion movie like this, but it's also 3D. Oh, and that's right. And it's native 3D that's too. Right. It's not converted. Yeah. It's they literally shot it 3D. I mean, just everything. Like it's mind blowing when you think about it. But even if you don't think all of all about that and you just watch it as a movie, like it's just awesome. Mm. Like it's so it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, you know, and I and I love that stuff. Right, you know, especially 
like you say, um, Night Before Christmas is the one that yeah. really kind of kicked that stuff into high gear. Obviously, stop motion animation has always been around, yeah. but that was kind of the one that really brought to a new level. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, because Tim Burton and Henry Selleck worked together on that, right, being that it was a Tim Burton product, like produced by Tim Burton and kind of based on his his uh, kind of creative stuff, um, and then with Selleck directing it. And then I, they kind of went off and they sort of did separate things, but they always kind of, they almost kind of like kept kind of one upping each other as they, they kind of, they kind of did their own things. So like, you know, they, they did that one together and then like Selleck did like, um, uh, you know, James and the Giant Peach. That's right. Yeah. But then like Tim Burton did like The Corpse Bride. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, that was, that which was... I'm not a big fan of it as a movie, but again, yeah. it, it took the technical aspects yeah. of it to another mm-hmm. level. And then, you know, there was, they kind of did this back and forth, not, not deliberately, I'm sure, like in the sense that I'm sure they're not competing with each other. I'm sure they're still friends and stuff, but just the mm-hmm. fact that they kind of started working on that and then they kind of went in different directions mm-hmm. and they, but they kept both making those types of movies and just kind of one-upping, you know, the level of, of the technological development, um, which is kind of cool in itself. Yeah, well, I mean, because it really between pushed Between all those, that allowed them when they came back together to do Coraline, like, they had a lot but of they, they, No, Tim Burton wasn't involved with Coraline. Oh, was Tim Burton involved with Coraline? No. Oh, I thought Tim Burton was involved with Coraline. No. Oh. It, it came straight from... Because uh, um, uh, Henry Selleck knew uh, Tim Burton... Or not Tim Burton. Uh, Neil talking, Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. And Neil Gaiman was just finishing up the book at the mm. time. And, and they were like, oh, this might make a good adaptation. And then they decided to they were to right. It. Yeah. <laughs> it turned oh, out they were I don't right. know if, if the movie really has much of anything to do with the book but i haven't read the book oh uh, uh it's but it, i know, mean it's i'm sure they made changes just for uh, it, as cinematic it, reasons uh, and stuff but most of the changes made were straight for time like they had to cut out some stuff just because it's not a long book yeah but it's still too long to be like yeah uh, to, to be like an animated like film yeah yeah uh but but plot wise it's yeah it's pretty much but yeah book. i love yeah. the story um i love the acting yeah you know um the, the voice acting obviously mm. um I, I just I love all the technical stuff, the design, the um, they actually had uh, like the character design and like the sort of visual design was actually done by I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but by a, dis- a Japanese uh, artist. So it kind of has a little bit of that flavor, um, which is cool. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just awesome. Love it. Yeah, no, it's. Uh... It's uh, I wish there was more stuff like it, to be honest. I, although at the same time, like you say, like part of what makes these things cool is that they mm-hmm. are relatively uh, uncommon. So yeah. the yeah. fact that you only kind of you get sort of one of these every so often um, kind of makes each one a little bit more special, maybe. But uh, on the other hand, it, it, I sort of feel like oh, they're so good. I wish there's more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you get. I mean, you get. I but think, then again, you, you also could end up with a bit of that kind of um, the fatigue. Well, not just the fatigue, but the thing of like where it's like, well, yeah, the technical thing is cool, but it's just not that interesting of a movie type of thing. Oh, well, and, yeah, and, yeah. And you could have that problem as well. So, I mean, in some ways, it's kind of cool. Just like make them only once in a while, but just mm. make them really good when you do kind of thing. So, yeah. 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 We'll look at the list here. There, there's been one almost every year, like, I think since actually Coraline actually was a real kick kick because yeah. Coraline and Mr. Fantastic Mr. Fox came out in 2009 yeah. and then we've got like 2012 2014 we've got a new one this year 
more another 2012. Yeah, a lot of well, every couple of years anyway. Yeah, box yeah. trolls is but one I, of the ones that I came think, out recently. That I think a lot of times the they're maybe not on quite that same no, level though. No, I I think um, you know it just depends on the scale of the it's, production. Well, also I think your source material like makes a big or maybe not necessarily source material, but uh, who you have doing it. Yeah. Uh, makes a big difference. Yes, yeah. um, for but, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, no, that is a great. That's a great inclusion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. That was one of those ones where it was pretty much a gimme that it was going to be at least in the top three. Yeah. Not, uh, another well, an, another another like almost all the yeah. I gotta say between that and Akira, like yeah. with the three and the two, yeah, it was really hard for me to decide the order. And kind of what I decided the order on was the idea because I wanted to keep that whole like going um, alternating eighties and two thousands. Ah, okay. oh, yeah. So that's kind of partly why I decided on this final order. I mean, I really love Coraline, so I'm, I have no problem making. Oh it no, that's two. that's an easy. one. And I always to, knew yeah, my yeah. one because I know what my favorite animated film of all time is. Ah, okay. So it was always going to be two and three for Akira and Coraline. It just depended on the order was could be anything really. So I just decided to go with this. So. Also, I think it's been a lot longer since I last saw Akira, so part of my thing of a feeling about it is going on memory and nostalgia. So, yeah. well, I mean, a lot of mine. Uh, I was like, I didn't want a lot of mine. I don't, I don't want to like overrate it too much. You know, yeah. Like, I don't remember the last time I saw them before time. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you're two, I guess. Uh, my number two is uh, my most my most motorcycle slow mo. It is my most recent film. Okay. It is my only film from the 2000s. Okay. It's from 2005. Okay. Uh, directed by Tetsuya Nomura. So it's Japanese again. It's Japanese again. Uh, and it is Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Okay. Uh, I. It is a film that, if you don't know much about Final Fantasy stuff, it's probably kind of lost on you because... Well, especially Seven. Yeah, well, specifically Final Fantasy Seven Because you know, like the, it, the video game. It's kind of predicated um, on knowing, yeah. like, the background of, of the yeah, characters and of, stuff yeah. in the story. And... Uh, like I myself have vague knowledge of mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII, but not really much. So, like when when I watch that movie, which by the way I like a lot, um, and I'm glad it's on your list, because um, it was definitely a contender mm. for me. Um, I think what kind of bumped it off for me was I just because, like, the story kind of is just. I, like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, Because oh. I, I, I don't know the characters well you know enough. What? I mean... I don't know the backstory well enough. And that is... It feels the very... The story in this film is not its strong suit. Yeah. Like, it is really just, like... It, it is... It is it's something we were talking about before. Like, the story of this is kind of just an epilogue to yeah. what happens in the game. Right. Um, And... But it's it's all about, like... The character interaction, mm-hmm. which again is one of those like depending on how well you know the characters depends yeah. on how much, um, and like visually, like the the um, you're, you're, you I I'm fairly sure mm-hmm. I haven't seen every movie out there yeah but I'm fairly sure you will not see another movie where the big battle involves cutting buildings in half with your swords yeah. I don't think that's been done. Cutting buildings in half with man-sized swords. Well, yeah, <laughs> big swords. Yeah, yeah, they got big swords. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're big, but they're yeah. big swords. Um, the yeah, it's um. What I'm trying to say is the scale. <laughs> yeah, 
is just something else yeah. that in, in terms of the action and whatnot. Uh, the scene where the characters practically boost themselves into orbit to yeah. fight the, the, the bad guy. Uh, the is a very is is very like, over the top. Uh, from everything from like yeah, but the the motorbikes to the the like just the the core visuals to the like, but it's not the over sound. the top in like an annoying way. No, like you know how like usually like over the top is like like oh man, yeah, I don't like, mean that in a criticism. They really overdid I mean, that. I mean they 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 said we're going to take this to ten. Yeah, and then we're going to turn it to a lot. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's fantastic, and I could definitely see how people could like watch this movie and just be like. What was that? Yeah. You know, um, but again... It was the, awesome. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what that was. Get it together. Yeah. Uh, but my love of, like, the characters in the game... Yeah, yeah. And uh, Tetsuya... What's, what's the one... Um, I think her name's, like, Tifa, is it? Tifa. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's got yeah. the gloves. Yeah, she's got the... the uh, that's yeah. my favorite, like, well, action scene, at least. Yeah. It is her fight scene. Oh, in the church. Yeah, where she does, like, where she's, like, running around with yeah, all yeah. the things. And, Bouncing like, off the walls. And, and it's yeah. all, like, hand-to-hand, because yeah. that's her, her thing. Like, yeah. she doesn't have... Her weapons are her gloves. Her gloves. Yeah, so yeah, she's yeah. just, like, punching... She's wearing, like, like, knuckle dusters almost. Yeah, so she's yeah, just, like, yeah. punching and kicking and stuff. And yeah. and the, the... I mean, I'm sure probably they use some, some like, uh, motion capture or whatever yeah. for some of it, maybe. But, like, the animation is so good, and, yeah. like, that fight scene... Is amazing. That's yeah. like my favorite. Uh, full CG animated film. It's not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, only, only CG film on my list. Yeah. Um, it, which is usually I'm not a fan of, but for this type of thing, it, it fits perfectly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I like the, uh, the sort of style that they have for this. It um, it is one of those uh, films, and I I don't know why. I just like I, you know maybe it's just because I like it so much, but it is one of those like. Every time I watch it, I get excited in exactly the same space. Yeah, like, it's great. It's like spaces, uh, 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 places. Yeah. Um, I it just, I, I'm just like woohoo! You know? Yeah, no, uh, it's it's awesome. Yeah, no, no, um, it's awesome. But like I say, like I the, the story is oh, just yeah, like yeah. I have no idea. It is, no it idea. Is very story like. It I, is kind of one of those <laughs> just like, like I have no idea to the point where like it like before watching the film, if you just go and like. Like, because it won't really spoil the movie. Yeah. Like, you could just go read, like, the first paragraph or two. Uh, like, the plot. Read, go, read, go to Wikipedia, read the plot paragraph. Th- that's all you need to know. You're yeah. good, you know? It's not really about that. Uh, it's about a bunch of friends who have kind of split kind of, up. Yeah. Sort a- of. After defeating the big bad in the video game and brought, you know. Or did they? It did they? You know, they had to get the band back together. And that's, and, you know. And that aspect of it is cool. Mm-hmm. It just would have meant more if I was familiar. Oh yeah, for sure. With it from before, mm-hmm. because like seeing them get the band back together and like gather all the characters together, it's like it's cool. And I and yeah. I get that feeling of like like yeah, they're back together. But it, like it doesn't have the same meaning to me because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't have that backstory. Yeah. But it's it, it is interesting. It it's yeah the getting the band back phenomenal. together. Yeah. Um, the getting the band back together, like plot premise for a movie, it's interesting on how many movies use that without actually people knowing. Yeah. Like, but usually it's like they'll have like flashbacks or they'll have but like you know. like Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. It's about getting the band back together. Yeah. They, it's the first movie. You don't have no <laughs> idea who the band is. You know nothing about these characters. Yet they still make it work. Like yeah. getting a bunch of strangers together, and in the process, but it's all about being you learn to... and yeah. care about those yeah, people. Yeah. Is it is it is one of the yeah? yeah. It's, it's one of those funny like it's like wait, 
Shouldn't that be the plot for the sequel? Like, but it works but it, fine. But if it you is, do it is right. kind of the sequel. It, well, this is because it's like this. It's yeah. the sequel to the game, basically. Yeah. Um, and I think its ability to um, like for fans of the game be drawn into it. Uh, Tetsuya Nomura is also the he is he is Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, he's had a hand in. He is the human embodiment. Uh, well, I mean, of Final Fantasy. He is either directly involved in. At all levels or most levels yeah. of oh, and uh, we should also we cannot let um, a discussion of um, Advent Children pass without uh, mentioning also the music, of course. Oh yes, phenomenal! It, it is a, an amazing soundtrack. It is it is one of those like got the soundtrack for that because yeah. not I don't do that for a lot of films yeah. and uh, the 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 combination of like sort of like a prog rock metal mm-hmm. kind of band with like orchestral and like qu- choir and all that stuff um it's just an, it's a combination of all that that is one yeah. of the best of that type of thing it's you know I, they have stuff like you can go on like youtube and they've done things where they've done like big like concert like live mm. things performances of the music from that's it. right with like the band because yeah. the composer um i don't i don't know his name but the composer of the music um he he like actually like ha- he's like a composer yes but he also has like a band that he's like you know a, a leader of this like he's like a keyboardist or whatever and and they have like this rock band so so like you can you can see like on youtube nobu uematsu yeah. yeah so you can see like on youtube and stuff they have like footage where mm-hmm. it's they have the, the band playing as well yeah well as like the orchestra yeah. they and, do like, they do that, that orchestra that orchestra tours like a yeah. full yeah like a and full it is, live it is hella hard to get tickets for that too yeah <laughs> but like i say like there's some good clips and stuff that you can yeah. see so if you check that out it's it's amazing yeah no he is he's an amazing composer yeah uh i think it was one of those like he got an award uh a number of years ago he received an award and he was when they gave him the award, they basically, like, they literally referred to him as the Beethoven of video game soundtracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because well, that kind of music, that, like, orchestral music is not, it's, in the way that it's presented in this, like, in it's, like, real, like, strong orchestra, yeah. kind of rare in stuff, especially outside of the Japanese stuff. Yeah. You don't see it, um... Yeah. But the whole like, hear it a lot, but, but the way that it was done for the movie, where mm-hmm. they, melding that with his band as mm-hmm. well, was just a really cool. Yeah. You know, you get these Some like awesome guitar and yeah, yeah. But you, the, I don't know, it's yeah. it's a hard thing to blend really I, well. I'm hearing and, it in my head right now. I know, absolutely, dude. I want to watch the <laughs> movie right, right now. now. <laughs> like honestly, yeah. but uh, yeah. Okay. All cool. right. So uh, yeah, my number two, uh, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Yeah. All right, so you're number one. Yeah, my number one. Well, my number one was never in doubt because right. I've known my favorite animated mm-hmm. film of all time for a long time. Okay. Uh, pretty much, you know, for my whole life. Um, oh, okay. And it's uh, from 1982, The Secret of Nim. Oh, well, I'll hop on this because this is also my number one. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. That was easy. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned Don Bluth earlier. It's yeah. Don Bluth. Um, it's um, based on a book... But not lot very, very loosely, book, yeah. very loosely, um, and uh, it's the kind of thing that being an animated film and being with like 
anthropomorphic animals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like you could have done this story with in in any sort of context. Like like it doesn't really matter. Like they just they're they like it it matters. The fact it, that they're like it could have been like live action. Yeah, like people, the whole like... thing like where it's like you know the the crisis is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to move the house because you know yeah, well, the, house, in the, farmer's the house is on the, the in the farmer's field. Yeah, and it's you know it will be destroyed. But it's like okay, like I guess that falls into the aspect of them being animals. But I mean, like the actual story is just. I mean, it could just be like classic, you live in a house and it's going to be demolished. Because yeah, like it's construction or yeah, and it's just a classic like good evil adventure mm-hmm. drama family everything like it's just i mean it it's super it's not just a great anime film, no it's just a great film it's just a great it's straight up just a great film and it is such a departure i mean in 1982 i mean i'm pretty sure i didn't see it in 1982 because i've been like five uh, i saw it pretty early I, but i was always I a big fan of it seeing seeing it young yeah um uh it was a huge departure from what was becoming like popular animated films at the time because it was not Disney in any way. Like, yeah. It, it's it's dark. It's, yeah. You know what? Kind of scary for kids movie. Like it's kind of, um, and there's no, there's no music in like, no, 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 like, like, uh, like musical yeah. aspect to this. It is, it is, it is kind of like, it's pretty serious. It's kind of, I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's serious. Animal it's like, experimentation you know, and, but, the characters murder are so and, great. Yeah, like you immediately like uh, Mrs. Brisby. Yeah, like the 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 mom, and she's got her kids, oh, and they live in the brick and fantastic. cinder block, yeah. and you know one of the great like sort of uh, protagonists. Uh, Nicodemus, the owl, the wise owl with the glowing eyes, is so amazing. Like, uh, yeah, and then the 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 rats that become. Uh, addicted to not a, well, I guess sort of addicted because they sort of um, it's about anthropomorphizing, but the rats are almost uplifted. Yeah, like well, like, they are because they're yeah, they're, they're, they're and so they become dependent on like adapting human technology, correct? Yeah. Which is this like crazy, yeah, uh, you know. And then there's like this magic element with this amulet from yeah. her, you know from her late husband yeah. and. All the family yeah. stuff, like, it's really, like, a family story. Yeah. And it's just about, like, the, a mother that will basically do anything to mm-hmm. to to save her family and to, like, you know, um, and keep her family, you know. The way the movie is, is, I think, unique. Mm-hmm. There's not, like, oh, a, I can't think of a bunch of animated movies where, like, oh, this is, like, Secret of Nim, but no. it's, like... No, there aren't. There aren't. If they are, they're like it's like Secret of Nim, but 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 yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, a lot of buts. I, I think it's uh, it's just one of those. I mean, I like Don Bluth's style, but I don't think that he had even anything else that that quite caught the same magic. You know, as a kid, no pun intended, but yeah. magic that that this as did. a kid, I really enjoyed. Uh, an American Tale, yeah, but I definitely like did not hold up the same way that Secret of Nim holds I mean, up. Yeah, I mean stuff like American <laughs> that Tale is definitely a different kind of. Well, movie, stuff like yeah. American Tale is kind of sort of like a, it's just like a, it's a Disney but not Disney. Yeah, you know? yeah and and yeah, exactly. And there's or, a lot of that. Or uh, there's the dog one too. There's yeah, a, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of that kind of, of yeah. stuff. And I mean, he started at Disney, so I mean, mm. it makes sense that there would be an element of that. But on Secret of Nim, it was pretty much just like. 
you know, completely its own thing. And it, and there was a certain magic captured there Mm -hmm. that, you know, lightning in a bottle that just has never been, um, never been recaptured in any way by anything else that I've seen. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a highly regarded film. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, like, on, on like, Rotten Tomatoes, it's a very high score. Probably. Uh, very critically, you yep, know. Probably. Um, but... Also, if, for an animated movie in 82 that is not a Disney film, looks amazing. Yeah. Well, like, no shortcuts were taken on the, no, on the if animation. You look into, if you look into the background behind it, like, um, even just, you know, some of the some of the information is on, like, the Wikipedia article and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, the amount of, the, the lengths that they went to... To yeah. make sure that it was going to be like 100% like the best possible quality that they could make was massive. Mm. You know, they, they just, the work, like they, they had like the crew of yeah. people making this, they put in so many hours. They, they just worked like, you know, they just worked like nonstop almost like to, to be able to achieve everything yeah uh yeah no it's it's a terrific film yeah uh there was a sequel that was not good don't no watch. it's no. rubbish it's super rubbish not don't e- look at nothing to do with it it was not even going to address it yeah, yeah um uh yeah yeah so no that is that is yeah so it's, it's understandably why this is both our ones yeah yeah um but um just uh i was reminded and i just wanted to look up to see if it was actually still in effect that um in effect that it uh they are they are doing a a new film yeah based on this i'm sure it'll be terrible uh well yeah it's it's gonna be a cg live action hybrid oh this will be the smurfs yeah perfect uh that's actually exactly what it was quoted as all of the smurfs or yeah sure uh, yeah just uh, stab, alvin and the chipmunks just stab me in the head right yeah now. yeah uh, the great thing is hey we don't ever have to watch it yeah uh i mean hey you know what if it's good fine but there's no possible way it's gonna be better than, than the original yeah let's just um let's, yeah. let's just remake um Hey, uh, let's just uh, we. You know what we should do? We should remake uh, Citizen Kane. I was gonna say. Yeah, we uh, should just go in the backyard here uh, and just like remake Citizen no, Kane it, right it, now. We'll just do. We'll do Chinatown, yeah. and we'll do yeah, the two Jakes, not? and then we'll have five. We'll just back to back those. Why like, not? Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, let's just stop po- uh, podcasting. Podcasting. We'll make uh, reviews make of movies, remakes. and let's just like remake movies. Crappy movies. Apparently, you know, <laughs> well, you just crappy remake remakes. Yeah. Just remake everything. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, yeah. A little funny thing too is. The kids in in Secret of Nim. Yeah, uh, two of the kids are um, voiced by uh, Shannon Doherty. Yeah, and uh, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton, like, like a, before, a baby Will Wheaton. Yeah, well, it's eighty two, so yeah. I mean, it's before they were known yeah. for anything. He was like six years old. They were just little kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Funny that's stuff. funny. Yep. That's right. I I, I I forgot, but I came across that when looking this up. And I was like, oh, I yeah. It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So um, so yeah. Uh, before we get to all friends, uh, a quick rundown of our. Our top five. Yep. Uh, so my number five is Iron Giant. My number four is a tie, Ghost in the Shell, and Akira. Number three is Lime Before Time. Number two is Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. And number one is Secret of Nim. Right, uh, my five is uh, Transformers the Movie. Four is Persepolis. Three is Akira. Two is Coraline. And one is Secret of Nim. Nice. So also ends. Our extras, our mm-hmm. follow-ups. Yeah. Um, so I have a 
pair of movies from the 70s. Oh, yeah? Oh. Um, that, oh! <laughs> and, uh, I, bet, I bet one of those is on my life. Uh, and my uh, I've got a pair, uh, again, from the 2000s. Because, oh, okay. again, okay. I saw so yeah. many movies in that period. Um, um, so, oh, sorry. Uh, gonna no, say. I was going to say, so uh, do we want to... I, I have a feeling the pair of films uh, from the 70s, uh, both done by the same guy? Oh, definitely not. Oh no. Oh, okay, not the not the pair of <laughs> not the pair of movies I thought. Okay, well, uh, what are they? What are, what are one of them is uh, from 1973, Charlotte's Web. Oh, um, because I was a huge fan of it when I was really really little. Yeah, but I don't really yeah remember it that well anymore. Yeah. Like I haven't seen it in many 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 years. But it it was a huge impact on me when I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it a lot. I loved the book too when I was yeah. little. Yeah, I remember reading um, the book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. It was definitely one of those. Really that was really childhood. one of those, like as a kid, like reading the book and then finding out that oh, they made a movie in this. Yeah. Sweet, yeah, I forgot that movie so old. Yeah, seventy three. Oh, so it was man. one of those things that was already kind of historical. Yeah, yeah. When we were little, seeing it, but yeah. it didn't matter. It was, a, it was a cartoon, you know. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Um, yeah. So I loved it when I was little, but it didn't really rank on my list because it's not something I've kind of kept up on. Yeah. Um, but I want to have it as a um, honorable mention because right, it, right, I was such a big fan when I was little. Um, the other '70s one is from 1977. Um, Wizards, Ralph Bakshi's Wizards. That, that is. Uh, see, I thought you were going to do Wizards, Lord of the Rings from Ralph Bakshi. Oh God, no! Yeah, because the problem with Lord of the Rings is that, well, it has problems. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. Um, um, I it was my first exposure to Lord of the Rings. I understand why. I didn't know anything about Lord of the Rings when yeah, I saw that. I can understand why some people like it, but I just I can't overlook. I, I visually like it. I think it's like fun, yeah. like, but it's. Ralph Bashki's style. I just can't overlook certain things because, like, the character designs are completely bonkers and mm. ridiculous. Mm. Um, they made the the hobbits just complete buffoons. Yeah, yeah. And they all, and then they ran out of money, as is normal yeah. for the Ralph Bakshi movies because <laughs> he had, he had like no support from the industry. Yeah. Uh, so they had to do a ton of stuff like with just like quickie um, rotoscoping. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's they, right. They didn't have time to do proper animation. Mm-hmm. So it, there's just too many problems with it, too many mm-hmm. flaws. Um, but I can understand why some people really like it, especially from a nostalgic point of view. Right. Um, but yeah, for me, like Wizards was something that I had discovered much later, obviously. Yeah. Um, that movie was crazy. Or as like a teenager when mm-hmm. I was exploring like cult films and stuff yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, can, I don't even know if I could really even say that it's a good movie. But it's it's but it's very hard to ignore. It's, it's something that kind of gets you in a weird way. It's a weird film. It's, it's weird. A very adult. Yeah, it's very cult. I mean, all his stuff is like that. Yeah, it's very cult and stuff. But I just it's something that it grabs your attention. Mm. I don't know what it is. It's like I, I like I say, I'm not even really sure that it's a good movie exactly. But it it just grabs your attention. Like it's yeah. just something about it. Uh, it's it, it is it is really it's. It just reminds, it's so unique. I don't know. It reminds me of like um, I really like the uh, look too. Like yeah, the, yeah, the, like the, the design. It reminds aesthetic, yeah. like the characters and stuff. It really reminds good. me a lot of like there, there was a number of like I want to say like <laughs> rock opera, but like rock animation films that came out around like late seventies, early eighties, yeah. and it it has that kind of feel to it where it's very. The animation is very flowy. Mm-hmm. It's not very like 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 lines and colors aren't always hard and don't always <laughs> stay within each other. Yeah. Like it's 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 like liquid animation. Yeah. Although that was actually a TV thing, but never mind. <laughs> but um, did he do Cool World? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's another Cold one. World that... is one of the great tragedies of of film because if you actually look into what it was supposed, it was supposed to, to be, be yes. and the fact that uh, how much it had to comp- be compromised because of his lack of support in the industry and not yeah. being able to get any money and not mm-hmm. being able to get any like support, um, it would kind of ruined it. Yeah. Um, if you look into like what it was actually intended, it's awesome. Like yeah. if that it was supposed to be, could have yeah. actually been made. There's going to be all this stuff like with the cartoons, like invading the world, and, yeah. like, like cartoon monsters, like wrecking things, and like mm. the, the the real world and stuff like that. And it was just like the scale was much better or much bigger, and and just mm-hmm. it's just more interesting. Like some of the stuff, yeah. like if you read about some of the things of like the ideas of what was supposed to happen, it's just just a lot more interesting. And and what it ended up being was kind of just like this really lame kind of like roger rabbit like kind of copy but like not even like it was just yeah yeah, no yeah no but but that was not what was intended it was just because they had they had no choice they just had to finish the movie much like what happened with lord of the rings where it was like like lord of the rings they didn't even finish the story yeah yeah, and and even what they did do had to be like quickly kind so of so weird wrapped the, towards up. the end of that film how like the, the visual style takes us weird turn yeah because yeah. like literally you just he could never get any proper and yeah. that's why like all of his movies that are whole that are at least like whole proper things yeah. are all kind of the smaller like yeah. lower budget kind of yeah. stuff because that's all you could ever uh, really get the big one that probably a lot of people know like they probably know the movie but don't know him from that or like uh, American Pop yeah, is like that's a fairly well known one. That again, that one falls. I guess a bit like Wizards, where it's like an all enclosed. Like they managed yeah. to like not yeah. run into any like snags or anything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, cool. Yeah, Rafashi's Wizards. That yeah. was it, that. That was very close to like like it. It, it almost made a five on my list you know yeah i mean my feeling about it is just i haven't seen it in a long time and even when i did see that, it that was my big thing and even too. when i did yeah. see it i didn't really know what to make of it like i wasn't sure if i actually liked it or not but it's just one of those like it's hard to ignore like more, it's just more something... interesting than good yeah exactly exactly uh yeah. and then my other picks uh for my runners up or my mm. also rans or whatever is um uh from 2000 they're both from 2006 oh okay um and, but completely different types of things. Uh, one of them is uh, Renaissance, which is, oh. another, which is another French. Yeah, that's another um, yep. another French film. Um, this one is it's CG, but it's based completely on performance capture. Yeah, and it's or motion capture at least. Yeah, motion capture. Yeah. Um, I guess it's before like really uh, sophisticated performance capture, but it's um, completely black and white, hundred yeah. percent. No, no, no gray, no, no gray, no nothing. Just hundred percent contrast yeah. of just everything in black and white which actually makes it a little bit hard to know what you're looking at sometimes there's a few scenes um, where you just have to ride with the dialogue and... yeah but um it's really cool and um because of the nature of how they made it technically um you don't get any of that weird disconnect between like the english and french versions yeah, yeah. they were both done to the full degree so that they would be equal so like the english version you got like um D- daniel craig and like you know, I, I wasn't even aware there was an English dub. People, actually, I... yeah, people like that, and and it's done so that like you would never know the difference. Oh, like, okay. like cool. you never have that feeling of like like yeah, oh, this, feels this, like a this is off somehow because it's you know it's like they made it so that it could be one hundred percent either way, oh, cool. uh, watched either way. Um, so, um, but yeah, it's it, you know it's just a weird kind of futuristic kind of you know late twenty first century. Almost in that kind of same sort of cyberpunk kind of um, mm. vein, but not really. Um, 
and uh, yeah, it's just it's very European. Yeah. Very, yeah, it is. Very, yeah, it it's is, very yeah. French. It has that kind of French, you know. Uh, I don't think graphic novel. I don't think I really of. understood even it. Uh, and this may have been a, you know, maybe the first time I saw it, I wasn't like in the right headspace. But it mm-hmm. definitely took two viewings for me to really understand what's actually going on in the movie. Yeah. Um, it's the plot. Well, is it's, actually, it's, a, it's got a, it's convoluted. It's got a bit of a convoluted. It's plot. extremely convoluted. Uh, and but, then the uh, other one on. This... I, I feel like needed a book. Yeah. Needs a book. Needs a book to help me figure this out. <laughs> and then the other one on this, like I said, is also 2006. Um, on a completely different note, pretty much a completely different note from any of the other choices I have, yeah. is um, Over the Hedge. Because for, <laughs> that's pure, a, that's a good film. for pure entertainment value. Yeah. Because I have not laughed at a movie. Yeah, that's a pretty funny Like, one. pretty yeah. much a- like anything like this. Like, mm. I-, I saw it with another person, so often that can enhance the effect mm. of those kinds of things because once you kind of you get you get in the laugh loop yeah, yeah and then yeah. it just like everything just becomes more but like i just remember being on the couch essentially lying on the couch at home and and just like in convulsions <laughs> yeah. with like how hard i was laughing at this movie it is a real... and i don't even really remember why exactly now because i haven't seen it in a while but i just remember it just being extremely funny extremely entertaining um and that's such a rare thing for modern uh, mm-hmm. CG uh, animated films for me, because um, I don't really like them yeah. <laughs> mostly, usually. Um, and uh, yeah, I just found it ridiculously funny and entertaining. So yeah, yeah no, that that's that's a good one actually. That yeah. is a funny one. So that's you know. that's that's my that's my honorable mention. Uh, I've got I mean uh, Ralph Ashley's Wizards. Yeah. I've got um, for more recently uh, movies. Um, I'm a big fan of Despicable Me. That it falls into me. That falls in the category of a movie where I laughed a lot watching yeah. that film. That was a really funny one. Um, Never saw it. My my natural dis- distrust, disdain of... for these for those <laughs> yeah. kind of movies kept uh, me away from it. Uh, quite recently, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. We, we saw that. We, yeah. we saw that in the theater. Uh, that was a good like like. Oh, they did. They really because it was three D. They really did like the three D thing, yeah. like to the point where they were almost like some of it was like wink, wink. We're gonna throw some stuff at the screen. It's three D, kind of. Um, yeah, but you can get away with that in animation. And, uh, a but lot there was better, the thing, like in animation, it's fine. It like, feels more natural. Yeah. Um, from my top films of last year, a Lego Movie. Uh, really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, a couple of Japanese films. Um, I'm a big fan of Tokyo Godfathers, uh, and also by the same. Uh, the director uh, Paprika. Yeah. Um, both are really great uh, uh, films. I've heard of them. Good Japanese films. Um, I think Paprika came out when I was at the Venus Star. I'm surprised I never saw it. Uh, it's it's weird. It's a. Maybe it's, that's it, why. Maybe I just kept hearing it was it's, weird. It's, so it's weird didn't. in like a Ralph Bashki way. Like actually, it's it's like like sometimes like Japanese stuff can be a little weird. Like because cultural things. Like yeah. this is like oh. I did some drugs because and, cultural things. Well, you know, like yeah, no, no, no. What, I'm just, what, like yeah, what what is like just, just you know? It's just a funny yeah, yeah, way yeah. to say it. Uh, but it's it's weird in the like oh I did drugs and watched a Japanese film weird. I um, feel like that'd be dangerous. Tokyo Godfathers is a is a much more um, like down to earth yeah like regular film about some homeless people who end up at Christmas uh, they find a, a baby and they have to like find out who. Oh, he belongs it's to uh, three men and a baby. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Except it's Japanese style. Yeah, Japanese style. Uh, <laughs> three men and a baby. Jesus. <laughs> trying to find a top five to slot that into. Um, top five Steve Gutenberg movies. Anyways, go ahead. I'm trying to think of five. <laughs> um, I I feel even though none made my top five. 
We're very close. Uh, I'm a big fan of all the Studio Ghibli films. Uh, yeah. In particular, uh, Castles in the Sky is my favorite. Uh, I know, like, Princess Mononoke, I, I think, I, is kind of... I have seen Princess Mononoke. Mononoke which is, um, I mean, also... Because that was film. kind of the first one that got yeah. a lot of attention. Howl's Moving Castle. Um, uh, I haven't really seen any of the others, which I know for a lot of people was, was probably Blasphemous. But That's... I feel like it's too big of a thing. Like, if you go down that rabbit hole, because there's so many... Yeah. And it's like... Well, there's... Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a number Also, of... arguably, for us being that we're north americans mm-hmm. you can arguably roll that into disney because they're all put out i guess all released, that's to be fair, they're all released the, by disney the, here the, yeah because all the so the, the like theatrical versions are all disney with the disney yeah they have uh, like a partnership the they all have the uh that there was a case of like we're talking about the the where they got a bunch of famous people yeah and they have know. like a releasing yeah. like partnership with yeah. disney for north american releases so you could, uh, you could yeah. kind of go either way. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess it's true. I, they're, they're, I actually had forgotten that they're not produced by Disney, stopped. but they're released they by they, Disney here. So. I'd actually forgotten about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and right. then one last Japanese one called "The Place Promised in Our Early Days," um, which uh, is a it if also uh, it's an animated movie that you'll cry at the end. Yeah. Um, it it is really it's about two young people who. Um, it is the story. It's about uh, an alternate history, a uh, World War II history, where at the end of World War II, uh, Japan is split in the middle, sort of a bit similar to it's. It's basically like halfway between North Korea, South Korea, and like the Berlin Wall concept, yeah. and how it's about two young people who are trying to get to the other side of the wall, and the things that they do, and the life that they live, um, and it is straight drama with a very sad ending um but yep. really really well written yeah. yeah one of the cool things i mean uh, part of doing this list even just it does illustrate how big of a range of that can be covered by like oh. animated movies because most people have an idea in their head of what an animated i mean you've got film and is. just technique alone yeah most people have an idea of got... like what an animated film is and mm-hmm. and uh, you know part of doing this list this way yeah illustrates how big of a range no pun intended how big of a range <laughs> uh it can actually cover yeah but it's worth mentioning um even though like i said before that i'm not um super knowledgeable about japanese stuff but like it's worth mentioning that one of the cool things is is that in, in Japan, um, animation is considered. Um, it's just another way of making a film. Yeah, it's not necessarily. Yeah, it's considered. What, what's the word I'm looking for? It's considered like a a medium. Yeah. Rather than like a genre, a genre <laughs> yeah, or yeah, like yeah. a style. I mean, technically, um, it is a medium, not a genre. Right. But right. But yeah. in, in for most yeah. most of the world, like uh, an animated film means a certain thing. Exactly. And, well, generally means Disney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and in Japan, it's like, mm-hmm. A, there's no stigma attached to whether a film is an animated film or a live action film. There's no preconception of like, oh, well, it's going to be this because yeah. it's animated. An animated film can be anything um, and it can be any genre. Yeah. So literally, you can have straight up in-depth heavy dramas. Oh, yeah. That just adults, happen to be animated. For adults. Yeah. You know, that just yeah. happen to be animated. You yeah. have comedies. Yeah. romance They're treated the same action any sort of genre science fiction like any genre can be an animated film and is an animated film that you can find a lot of historical stuff films. which i mean basically almost puts them in the concept of like drama documentary yeah yeah you know um so that's one kind of cool thing about it mm-hmm. is that it's it's full-on just a medium yeah. it's just another way to make yeah. a movie yeah and it covers every level of 
from kids to adults mm-hmm. of of level of of like um intended audience mm-hmm. but also like every genre every every anything so that's one kind of cool thing about it you know their 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 attitude towards animated films is very different yeah uh which you know uh i i kind of wish we'd see more of that and television too i mean they have shows in every show as well exactly you know um i i feel that might be one of those things where if we have one like type of animation that will that kind of pushes that a little bit here is maybe the stop motion stuff yeah um pushes a little bit more towards not necessarily for kids a little bit more like the stories are often a little more serious a little more uh maybe a little darker a little more drama than musical comedy like mm. a lot like a lot of yeah a lot of stuff to is. a degree but it's still it's, it's still very it's, y- you feel the limitations yeah. i don't know um but yeah and then you know like you said you know we've got hand-drawn animation cg animation stop-motion animation uh yeah. you know bits and pieces cross over too you know uh you get the roger rabbit slash yeah you know live action and um, animation mix seeing a lot of stuff where i saw, I saw a number of lists uh, doing, doing the research for this that counted like straight up just rotoscoped stuff as animation and i kind of was like like scanner darkly i was like well, I mean, technically animation yeah. in, the, but in, like, the, in that you're seeing you're not seeing any yeah, live yeah, action yeah. footage when you watch yeah. the movie you're just yeah. seeing the animation but at the same time yeah. you know yeah. um it is it is a shame that the hand-drawn stuff um is going away uh, well the disney hand-drawn stuff yeah. anyway. i mean like, like with there's still it's still out there in the non you know like with yeah but it's like cg stuff it but it's like what what i said it depends CG. on how things go over with an audience like mm-hmm. they realized with because mm. like um uh, frog princess or whatever right was an attempt to bring back the classic 2d style but they realized like oh well there is a way to do this on computer yeah you know where they can have you know tablets and things like that that are hooked up to the computer that they can hand draw it and yet still you know everything's done through the computer yeah um but it wasn't really that big a hit no so the audience basically has just kind of switched over and the audience wants the modern cg style so that's what they keep doing um Um, if that ever sort of changes then i mean you might see a revival but i feel like it's just one of those things it is one of those things the world has moved on so much there will always be like what will kids watch yeah like like with with stop motion there will always be some oh yeah, yeah traditional absolutely. animation around because there's always going to be those people mm-hmm. like even after all the people who did traditional animation in the era when that's all there was even after all those people are dead mm-hmm. there will still be people who want to do that for like historical interest yeah. just the same way as you have kids today that sometimes there's kids today that like that like you know movies from the 30s yeah exactly. and it's like yeah. well you can't explain that just by simple like they they grew up in a time where that's like nobody watches movies your, your from your the 30s can't anymore. Explain that. but you know just sometimes you yeah. just you see something and and you just are like i like that and yeah. you just get into it um so i think it'll always exist I mean, it, but it will i think that the time where where it was the dominant form is is I over i think also you it, it you you have to look outside like hollywood yeah like, i mean because when they, when they switch the cg the cg yeah, like the the new C like has made zero purchase, like in studios outside of North America. Like none of the European stuff, like the you know, like well, you have Persepolis. Yeah, like but a lot of, of that, times those uh, are Japan. In, more it has in, completely independent. had no purchase in Japan. 
Well, yes uh, and no. I mean, they they don't make a lot of full CG movies in Japan, but they use a lot of computer oh, assisted. True, true. and I mean Disney was doing that, putting three D elements. I mean that started with um, CG elements. In. That started with uh, what was the big uh, Beauty and the Beauty Beast, and the Beast was where it really that, became yeah, noticeable. Yeah, that was I don't early know if that's 90s, the first yeah. time they, you know, it was uh, used. The, the, but, the assisted. Um, yeah. But it, it is my, my, you know, I don't, I know you're not a fan of the, 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 the more CG animation style. And I'm, for the most part, somewhat ambivalent to it in terms of like, as long as it doesn't look bad and the movie's good, I'm, I'm fine. It's you just, know? it's not. Like, I don't find it like unpleasant to the okay. eyes. There's two, I, I mean, I don't want to get heavy into yeah. a big session about it because I want to keep this yeah, yeah. focused, but there's basically two levels to it. Well, okay. Three, I guess. One is kind of just the pure nostalgia factor. Of oh, yeah, yeah. The things that I liked when I was a kid are better than the things... Oh, the Grumpy that Old Man factor. Yeah. yeah. The Grumpy Old Man factor, that's that's the first, but it's the yeah. least important, yeah. to be to be honest. Yeah. Secondly... Yeah, well, there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, secondly, there's the fact that I don't like limiting uh, your options like that. Because oh, these, like only going yeah. to... Yeah. Uh, the same sort of thing. I have the same sort of beef with, and I've talked about this in relation to... So it's less of a technical thing and just a when, a, when a we talk like, why, why are they creative, only doing it? A, a creative, creative thing. thing. Yeah. Because when that becomes the only option, it just limits you creatively. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe this would be cooler done in the yeah. other style. But you can't because yeah. there's no commercial... Yeah. You know, uh, there's no commercial uh, market for it. Yeah. And it's really hard to even find enough people that can even do it. Yeah. You know, a la, I mean, we talked about when we did the episode on Enchanted. Yeah, that's right. Disney had completely switched over to the point where they're like, oh, let's let me make a movie that has animated sections that pay, tri- we don't have anybody that that can pay do this. tribute to our own classic movies. And they literally had nobody no one that, that could, could do even the job. do them. And they had to get a third-party company <laughs> yeah. to actually do a classic Disney animation. Oh, the irony. <laughs> Ridiculous. Right? But that's that's how it is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, having that limitation... Um, I, I don't like because I think that creative, um, having a wide creative, you know, freedom yeah. is good. Um, I talked about this in relation to, for example, um, uh, when we talked about like horror movies mm-hmm. and the whole problem of that, the, how vampire stuff where mm-hmm. it's always that like the sun will like destroy them and blah, blah, blah. Which is like not from the folklore. Oh, yeah, this whole yeah, like yeah. how vampires can't go out in the sun because they'll be burned or blown up or whatever. That's not from the folklore at all. But it has that, become. But a it's become a standard, and it's all traced back to uh, Nosferatu, which yeah. was because it was like one of the first big vampire movies, from, like 1922 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, it's all traced back to that because it was just like an easy way to like, oh, how do we get rid of the vampire? You know, oh, pff, the sun, the the, the sun, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. Sun, the, the, the light comes through the window and he disappears. Yeah, you know. Um, and it sort of became a standard thing to the point where now it's like, if you don't have that, you have to have some sort of like explanation as to why, why? Yeah. because people expect it. Yeah. And a vampire that walks around in the daytime is like, that's yeah. not people, people like, be that like, that's wrong. Yeah. Vampires can't do that as if they're an actual thing. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. And so the expectations, the, that the, get built there's up, been like, like rules have been yeah. become in place. Yeah, exactly. And rules like that, yeah. are bad for creative yeah, exactly. yeah. expression. Right? And so you should be able to do whatever you want. And as long as it's done well, yeah. it should be good. But the problem is, is people get expectations in their mind and yeah. they go, oh, it has to be this way. Yeah. Um, and it's a similar thing with the animation because now it's just like, well, first of all, you don't have enough people that can even do traditional animation anymore. Because all the industry has switched over. Yeah, yeah. But also the audience perception now yeah, is... You're not going to get people... 
tra- training to do something that there's no jobs for. Yeah. You know. And, but also, you know, because that's all they make, the audience, that's all the audience expects kind of thing. Yeah. So I think that it limits the creative possibilities. Mm. Um, and then the third aspect of it is that I just don't find it aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't look yeah, good yeah, to yeah. me. Like it's good in like a polished, like it's, you know, yeah. computer yeah. art, but it doesn't look aesthetically pleasing to me. It doesn't look artistic to, uh, me, to me. My, my big you issue know, with it, that like, is a completely I, personal. Yeah. That's a totally. My subjective. big issue with it aesthetically is that while like, it always looks good at the time. It ages poorly. Like, yeah, I mean, you say and, you uh, say that, and I, there's actually straight up uh, there's a video you can watch on YouTube where mm-hmm. it compares Toy Story three mm-hmm. to Toy Story two, and or Toy Story one, and like I remember Toy Story one like being like, because it was the first of the time like oh yeah no there's you know like is that way how you remember old video games looking better than they did like you the textures are flat that's, the shadows are super that's limited. true to a degree it, but it really looks primitive yeah i mean that's true to a degree but i've seen some of those same clips and i actually was surprised by how good it looked because but, i but i, I mean because i okay i feel in my head that it should look a lot worse oh well, i guess okay well then i guess that's the reverse it, it doesn't that, look then, yeah. as good as the more recent stuff but, but you're surprised it's an age I, worse yeah, yeah i feel like it should have I mean, aged worse and it actually looks better than i, I mean it is definitely and, and it is definitely um i mean versus like well done animation yeah doesn't age at all like a yeah you know Charles Webb 1973 yeah really well done animation in that well I mean and it doesn't look any we're not talking know. really about Disney here but if you look at Disney stuff like uh, on our 40s top five oh yeah I had um, I had uh, Fantasia that's right on my yeah. on our 40s top five like if you look at that that's from 1940 mm-hmm. it looks phenomenal yeah. like aesthetically it is so pleasing mm-hmm. the, the the art. The, the 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 animation is so beautiful um you know and that's 1940 and you could go back even further i'm sure mm-hmm. you know and i mean as far as like it, it is one of those like formats too that like remasters onto like blu-ray real nice yeah. like you don't have to mess with it a lot yeah. you know it's it's uh well yeah because because i mean it's like you say it's never really going to age because it doesn't look tied to a specific well, that's the thing, and Time, it's the format you know. in which you do it. Like, Toy Story, the first one, like, okay, maybe hasn't aged as much as I, I may exaggerate a bit about how, like, kind of crappy it looks. No, no, I know what you mean. But, like, I'm just saying that I would have thought years, that it would look even and worse. That's all. There's no way to remaster that. Yeah. No. You, you want to remaster it? Is what it? it is. You, you have to make the whole movie again. Exactly. You, you know, yep. you, can't, you can't just polish it up. Yep. You can't just be like, well, we have these, like, I mean, because animation recorded on film it's already in high resolution you know uh yeah it's you know the cg is the cg yeah if there's no colors in the background it's why it's you, a you lot have her... to go back and you'd still have to mess with every frame it's why for example um they did the uh the remaster of the star trek the next generation oh, right. the, the that series um but they can't really do that with the original the tv that, show no no not with the original with, oh with the ones that came after oh um because oh we mean like 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 deep space like deep, yeah deep space nine, nine and especially voyager because by that point they were relying so heavily on cg they'd have to redo the cg uh television cg from like the early 90s or you know 94 92 94 95 uh what you had you had to do very little to make it look good or look decent well 
it would not hold up. No, it in won't. the high, high def. def. Right. Yeah. So you'd have all your film original film elements would look great, <laughs> but you'd have completely so un- unwatchable oh, effects. So all the effects would have to be yeah. done, redone yeah. by, from scratch, Which and that's why they, they can't yeah, really yeah. do those yeah. shows. Whereas with next gen, it was so, so much practical. Everything was models and stuff. Yeah. Everything was old school. So all mm-hmm. they had to do was recomposite mm-hmm. everything. The, the I mean, it is one of those things. It's they just had to go back uh, to the original film elements and recomposite it. It's, it's like at the time inadvertent future proofing. Yeah, but it's it's and I, I mean to be fair. Up until, I mean, kind of basically this century, the concept of an ever-evolving, ever-increasing quality of home screen viewing going to, from SD, well, I mean, going to flat screen, then going from SD to HD, HD to 4K, uh, Ultra HD, like, like, uh, up until the last, you know, not, not even 15 years, that concept didn't. It didn't exist. Nobody even thought about future proofing for it because we went yeah. saw in the theater and then you got the VHS tape. Even if you got the DVD, it didn't matter. You were watching it on a 19-inch TV. Like there was no, there yeah. was no thought. And maybe now when we see stuff like oh, like you know the, the Blu-ray and the the rise of that kind of thing, make, thinking about like we make this now, we animate this now, we animate it in this style. Will it, will it hold up, or? Can we make it hold up? Can we remaster this? Can we, you know, or in 25 years, is this just going to look bad? Yeah. You know, in a way that like movies from the 30s, you know, maybe the film grain was not super awesome always. And, you know, certain things weren't great. But like you can still like it still will look as good as it was supposed to. It yeah. won't look worse. Well, especially if you restore you know, it. Yeah. And especially if you restore it. And it's just. You know, um, well, it's because the technology behind film itself, it's because film motion picture film has always been a very high quality format. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it. And the basic basic technology behind Mm -hmm. it has never really changed that much. Yeah. So it was, it was the, it wasn't the recording format was, was, I'm not saying perfect, but was excellent. Yeah. It was the rewatch format, which was where the flaw yeah. was. Yeah. So, and I mean, we've it, kind of gotten rid of that. It's sort of taken up to now to get Mm -hmm. digital to even to even reach the point of being equal hmm. to the quality of that actual motion picture yeah. film has. Um, when we think to like, oh, like old movies don't look as good or whatever, that's because often we're thinking of poorer quality transfers or, oh, yeah. or very old transfers. Or, or how you happen or to watch it at the when time. when you watch it like on VHS when you're a kid uh, or Like a, a rented VHS on yeah. a tiny TV. <laughs> so, so I mean, but if you actually saw that film in the theater, oh, yeah. in a good theater with like a good, you know, uh, projection and all that stuff, it would have looked oh, as good as any film released now because the Some film of the movies format, that we've done for this podcast have been yeah. some older films and we've gone back and watched them and it's, I mean, like, oh man, that is like I mean no, no not necessarily rewatches but like I've seen other films like from that genre it's like wow it's so sharp because in my mind's eye yeah. it's like a, a blurry yeah. small yeah. picture you know but it's the actual yeah. original thing that it was made yeah. on and that's the way it looked like yeah. it was just an extremely good yeah. uh, format yeah. um, well it doesn't suffer like and I guess that's the thing is anytime you do a ton of CG stuff you do suffer from the uh, I mean it's the video game problem mm-hmm. where a video game that comes out this year yeah. looks fantastic. Oh, it looks so much better than last year's. Two years from now, you're like, if you go back and visit it, you're like, this is rubbish. This yeah. just looks terrible. You know, and it, and it's, 
it ages yeah. it ages in a way that you just don't expect you know yeah or i guess i guess wasn't expected at the yeah. time so i mean i kind of yeah. tried to if you look at like the list my list and stuff like that i mean i tried to pick stuff you, that you picked it doesn't really age in that same way no yeah. you know i mean transformers obviously ages just in the sense of the fact that the whole <laughs> way the style of it is it's, just yeah. screams, that's not like a solid 80s. 80s yeah it's so 80s but that's what makes it so nostalgic <laughs> it screams this is a commercial for a toy yeah but that's what makes it nostalgic but <laughs> yeah. i mean it doesn't date in the same way no. of like where you go, oh, this mm-hmm. this just looks bad because mm-hmm. you know it's like this you know primitive yeah. uh, CG animation. Like it's you know, and I mean, I I I won't I won't lie. Like like my number two is Final Fantasy Seven Seven Children. That movie, like having seen it, like probably in the last like two years, it didn't like. I was like, oh yeah, you you you. You could start, it's a movie from two thousand five, and you can already start to see like yeah. the limitations of, of like they di- oh they just didn't have like the processing power to but, do that because it's a CG. But the difference yeah. is, it's still aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. The design yeah. and the way mm-hmm. that it portrays things yeah. and the way things look, and the St- movement style is, is still so important. Nice, you know, you know yeah, uh, it's how I you mean, do it. I mean, go, going back to to our also yeah. rants there, the Ralph Bashki's Wizards, like. Kind of like not top notch animation, like a lot of frames, not yeah. amazing there. But there is a style to it which makes it like yeah. super, like visually interesting. Yeah, it has know? nice artistic style. It has nice design yeah. aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's our top five list. Yeah. Um, and, and more. And more. And we'll just got do more than some, you bargained for on this top, one. All top off the top of our head uh, animation discussion. And, yeah. Uh, so. Um, so that's this week. Yep. Uh, our next top five will be our 70s list. Of course. You're probably well into that. I haven't started mine yet. It's, it's going to be it's amazing. It's a month off. It's a month off. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, hmm. Very excited. Already, already ideas swirling. Very excited. Um, uh, but between now and then, we'll have uh, four other films. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them will be Transformers, uh, the movie. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we're going to, Try and time it so that uh, we're gonna have Rob back on because oh, yeah. he is our Transformer friend. Um, I w- he is. I wish there's he more actually, than meets the. He's I wish more he than was the literally eye. a Transformer because that would be <laughs> awesome. Uh, but yeah. So and then uh, yeah, we'll have a couple other films. Um, yeah, we, we should talk about um, a possibility for another um, franchise. A fr- another another yeah episode. Yeah. Uh, like we like to squeeze those in there, yeah, and, and uh, you get those. So that's so. one that requires a little more prep. Yeah, so. yeah, because sometimes it requires watching a few, a yeah, few films. So uh, we, should, we should talk about that. But yeah, no, for sure. All right. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's it for this week. Thanks all for listening. Yeah. Uh, Till next week. I'm Chris. This is Emma. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye bye.